Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. How was your weekend? I hope you had a great time relaxing, unplugging recharging all of those things are uh, certainly very good I want to begin before we even delve into some really important content about the things that are taking place news wise one of the things I want to do a better job of and this is an ongoing um, how would I describe it? An ongoing challenge for me. Because we're at a place where we're just bombarded with information everywhere. It's information overload. I wanted to just share a social media post from a friend of mine. This friend of mine, Isaiah, posted this this morning. And I, I want to start with this because it, it's kind of it ties in with what I shared about what I hope your weekend was. But this so encourages me because this is a younger friend of mine who is really thoughtful and intentional, which is probably one of the reasons we've become friends. And I want to put this in your mind uh, for consideration if it's not already something on your radar screen here's what he posted taking a short break from social media like i do every once in a while last time i didn't tell anybody and people thought something was wrong or i was missing life is great and i'm happy but sometimes you still have to decompress focus on mental clarity and dial in to your own physical and emotional wellness while enjoying real life. During this time, I will be intentional with workouts, affirmations, journaling, and devotions. Feel free to join me. I have to tell you, when I saw it, this is one of the first social media items that I saw this morning. And it's from a person I have a great deal of esteem for. And I just want to put it in your mind. As you begin a work week, and many of you are perhaps dreading, oh no, here I am again, starting another week. It, maybe this is something that would be helpful to you. Have you done this from time to time? Just unplug. I, I'm making a confession right now. I used to go on regular retreats, maybe once a year at least, sometimes more. I cannot tell you the last time I've gone on a retreat. and. 
the reason for this, for the most part, you just allow the busyness of life to take over. But there's got to be a point where we say, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to unplug. I'm going to go away. We've got to do something to change this dynamic because I think it's really important for us as we try to maintain our our identity. Because I think a lot of times we lose track of our identity and we allow ourselves to be dragged by any number of agendas. Unfortunately, agendas that may not be our own. Just saying. I hope that is helpful for someone at the start of this broadcast today. A lot of great content, as usual, during the course of the broadcast today. And we have a musical Monday. And no, for those of you who may be manifesting already, it's not jazz. So there. <laughs> in any case, a lot that delve into during the course of the broadcast today. I want to begin here with a story that's raised eyebrows, not just for me, but for a lot of people. Because we've had concerns and conversations for quite some time about the vulnerability of our infrastructure, mainly our power grid. Did you hear what happened over in Moore County? Two power stations, two power substations, damaged by gunfire. What's being investigated as a criminal act causing damage that could take days to repair. Tens of thousands of people are without power, just like that. This started just after 7 on Saturday across Moore County. And they declared a state of emergency in that county, including a curfew from 9 p.m. that ended at 5 a.m. this morning. Schools there are closed today. Governor Roy Cooper, obviously taking this seriously, this is not just a local act that is of concern to local officials, but I think Roy Cooper knows what time it is on this one, saying an attack like this on critical infrastructure is a serious intentional crime, and I expect state and federal authorities to thoroughly investigate and bring those responsible to justice. That's kind of interesting. That he's want, wanting the feds involved in this. Moore County Sheriff Ronnie Field said at a Sunday news conference, authorities have not determined a motivation. He said someone simply pulled up and opened fire on the substation. Same thing with the other one. Not a single group has stepped up to acknowledge or accept they're the ones that did this. The sheriff's saying we're looking at all avenues, all of them. The sheriff noting the FBI look, working with state investigators to determine who was responsible. But they're saying it's very clear it was targeted. This was not random at all. Not random. Now law enforcement providing security, the substations, and for businesses providing around-the-clock coverage. 37,000 electric customers without power as of Sunday evening. 
it's not a good thing this time of year, as cold as it is. The county had to open up a shelter at a sports complex in Carthage. Duke Energy spokesman Jeff Brooks said multiple pieces of equipment were damaged and will have to be replaced. He said while the company is trying to restore power as quickly as possible, he braced customers for the potential of outages lasting days. We're looking at a pretty sophisticated repair with some fairly large equipment. Large equipment. From gunfire, ladies and gentlemen. What have we talked to you about in this program? (laughs) We've talked about... Bigger issues here, like EMP. Gunfire did this. This is scary. Saying they don't want citizens in the town to be prepared. This will be a multi-day. They do want them to be prepared. This could be a multi-day restoration for most customers. Extending potentially as long as Thursday. Imagine if you're without power, and you're going to be without power until Thursday. That is a while. Obvious area of concern. What do you think is going on here? Just somebody who's unhinged? Or is there something bigger that's going on here? Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Oh my goodness, the text line. You know, the text line goes from the absurd to the very thoughtful. I don't know which category to put this in. 
Are, are you ready for this? Vince, the power substations that were shot, probably done by some dumbass redneck boys with nothing else better to do. Bet they were in a big, jacked-up truck with a Trump sticker on the back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is just... What do you say to this? What do you say to this? Vince, as an electrical engineer, I can tell you a lot of damage is probably going to take longer because of the obsolescence of parts. Manufacturers of substation components change models and things aren't backwards compatible and don't fit the way they should. And I've heard concerns. This is part of the bigger discussion that we've had before about the infrastructure. See, it's not just a matter of the power going out. It's a matter of the the equipment itself, the parts. Where do they come from? Who supplies them? Are they even available? And unfortunately, this becomes very complicated. I mean, think about it. Days without power. Days. I'm especially concerned about older folks. Older folks without power for several days. What if you're on an oxygen machine? How does that work? You know what I'm saying? There were just so many considerations that should be of concern. And frankly, I don't think Congress has had this comprehensive conversation yet. I know Congressman Jeff Duncan, who listens regularly to this program, you can correct me if I'm wrong about this, but I don't think this issue has been dealt with as it should be. Vince, this should be a learning experience for the entire country. Our infrastructure is so fragile. Yeah, that it is fragile. Vince, is the attack on the Moore County electrical grid a one-off or just the beginning of something bigger? Taking a page out of Putin's Ukraine playbook to inflict pain and suffering during the winter by attacking infrastructure. I think there will be copycat attacks in the future. Ah, goodness. God forbid. This person saying this was a test run. Oh, boy. Holy border control, Batman. You don't suppose the domestic terrorism attack on the substation could be... One or more of those noble immigrants just seeking a better life and future Democrat voters who've been streaming across our southern border unchecked, unvetted, and unfindable. Hmm. This person in the upstate says Congress has to take this problem on. You think? I will tell you what they are addressing during the lame duck session of Congress. Boy, these people really know their priorities. <laughs> that that ought to be a hint. <laughs> I'm serious. When I saw this story, I just thought, really? Is this what is of utmost concern to the American people right now? I mean, again, we just had an election. And I thought this was pretty much the no-brainer subject thought to be at the heart of people's concerns, the economy. We'll talk about what is going to be addressed in the lame duck session coming up a little bit later on. If you'd like to join the conversation, the Ingles Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110, the Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line. 
It's 71307. Big story happening over the weekend. And this involves the election process for 2024. Where do things normally start? Where do the candidates normally hang out and pour all kinds of resources into? What do they focus on first in terms of states? Well, it's normally Iowa. But if the DNC has its way, that will not be the first center of attention for 2024. It will be South Carolina. Pretty extraordinary, isn't it? How in the world did this happen? Now, I want to remind you of a little history. Who had trouble out in Iowa? Well, the Democrat Party had a problem with their whole caucus process. But Joe Biden didn't exactly come out the strongest out of Iowa. So... If you have control over the process, what are you going to do if you're considering running again? You know, Iowa didn't do anything for you. Where did you get your real bump? Where did you find your mojo? Well, that's what you need to repeat again, which is exactly the plan. That is the plan. We're referring to South Carolina. That will be the first primary for 2024 for the Democrat Party. This is a big deal. Putting South Carolina in the spotlight like this. They reorganized the presidential primary calendar by removing Iowa as the first in the nation caucus. This was part of the discussion, too, that this whole caucus process is just too complicated. So now South Carolina moved to the front of the line February 3rd. February 3rd. Can you, this is kind of interesting to think about. We're talking about a year and some change, and we're going to be right in the heart of presidential election season. The DNC's rulemaking arm. Removed Iowa as the first state on the presidential nominating calendar, a position the state has had for five decades. Now it starts with South Carolina in 2024. This move backed by President Joe Biden came after the party faced numerous technical issues in 2020. In a letter last week, Biden really wants to do away with caucuses because they're restrictive to hourly workers and require voters to choose in public. He wants the party to focus on states with a higher black population. Why would he want to do that? Because he assumes. He assumes that's where he's going to get more votes. Ultimately, the committee approved moving the South Carolina primary to February 3rd, having the Nevada and New Hampshire primary three days later. The committee also made Georgia. The following week, Michigan, two weeks after. This is a dramatic shift, according to the Associated Press, from the current calendar, which had Iowa holding the first in the nation caucuses since 1972, followed by New Hampshire's first in the nation primary since 1920. Nevada, South Carolina have gone next since the 2008 presidential election. So, 
This is going to be interesting. We'll have some comments on this from a man who is quite thrilled by this development. Stay with us. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. On the Vince Coakley Radio Program, getting your thoughts. We we have discussed thus far the power outage in Moore County, North Carolina. Somebody just basically shot up substations. What in the world is the agenda here? Bizarre, to say the least. Absolutely bizarre. And what sort of lesson should we take from this? What is there to learn from this? that can perhaps prepare us for something that could happen in the future that we certainly hope does not happen in the future. What are your thoughts about this? You've already had a texter saying, this is a test run. Just a test run. Perhaps for something bigger in the future, God forbid. We also mentioned... Democrats moving South Carolina to the front of the line for the presidential contest 2024. This is a big deal. Now, the revamp schedule could largely be moot for 2024 if Biden opts to seek a second term, but may remake the Democratic presidential cycles after that. The president said for months he intends to run again. And White House aides have begun making staffing discussions for his likely re-election campaign, even though no final decision has been made. The only committee members, by the way, who objected to this proposal were from Iowa and New Hampshire. What a surprise. In fact, both states have laws that mandate they go before everyone else. The committee members expressed they intend to follow their state's laws, not what a DNC decides. So it'll be interesting to see them change their dates, because you can be sure they will probably do that. Overall, these still have to be approved by the full DNC. Likely happening early next year, but the vote will likely follow the rulemaking committee's lead. The DNC also plans to revisit the primary calendar before 2028, meaning more changes for Republicans. The RNC already decided they're going to keep Iowa in place as the first state in 2024. No changes there. One person very excited about this, for obvious reasons, Representative James Clyburn, who made an appearance on MSNBC's Sunday show 
And here is what he had to say about South Carolina moved to the front of the line. I always said I wanted South Carolina to be in the pre-primary window. You've always been last in the pre-primary window and first in the South. And I kind of love that position. Uh, It's worked very well. But the president decided that he thought South Carolina ought to go first. And I think he did so because Iowa uh, is not as reflective of the the, uh, uh, demographics of this country uh, as uh, uh, South Carolina is. And when you look at South Carolina, it is a microcosm of this country. Uh, the PD area, agriculture, the Piedmont area, manufacturing, the Midlands, uh, education. And we have the headquarters of the Third Army, headquarters of the Ninth Air Force, headquarters of the uh, military air uh, transport. Uh, and we got Fort Jackson, Paris Island, the Marine Air Station. These things are there in that little state of South Carolina and a relatively uh, affordable media market. And you can bring candidates there and they can do things uh, to be successful going forward. And that's what history has said. So here's somebody very excited, obviously, James Clyburn. He is thrilled to death about this change, which puts his state at the front of the line. What do you think about this, especially those of you south of the border? Are you now at a place with a new sense of pride in your state? that you get moved to the top of the list, the front of the list, for the South Carolina primary. I especially would love to hear from those of you who are Democrat South Carolina voters. Because I'm sure there are some within the sound of my voice. Is this a good thing? Or would you like things to stay as they are? Just curious. In a related subject, I mentioned James Clyburn because he made news for another reason this weekend, throwing out a pretty wild idea. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is terrible. Some of you are so mean to poor James Clyburn. (laughs) This texture says, did you notice that Mudcat Clyburn didn't mention the corridor of shame that he represents. Jim out of Easley mentioned that. Aha. Mm-hmm. Isn't South Carolina the place where Joe Biden declared black people would be put back in chains? I don't know where he said that nonsense. Gee, I wonder exactly what Biden has promised Clyburn in getting out the black vote for him. As you know, see, this is the other significant thing. This is where, this is where Joe Biden got his mojo. And James Clyburn was a significant factor in that. You may have noticed Biden's rhetoric has already begun to secure the black vote, has already, is that what this goes to? Begun to secure the black vote in a general election. Dems want to keep black voters from voting Republican. Let's keep black folks down on Uncle Joe's plantation. Oh, boy. Change the primary makes our esteemed representative from the low country a kingmaker. Hmm. Let's move the Iowa caucus, and all other caucuses for that matter, to February 30th, for obvious reasons. (laughs) That's really good. 
You know what's funny about this? I use this as a joke all the time. People ask me what my birthday is. I'll tell them that. You'd be amazed how many people. Oh, that's nice. They don't even stop to think, which I think goes to bigger question. How many people really listen when you're talking? February 30th. Hence the fact Democrats want to change. From Iowa to South Carolina, as first primary, to me means they found something in our system that is exploitable and plan to use it. Okay. Vince Biden's an idiot. A large percentage of his South Carolina voters were Republicans, voting for the weakest Democratic candidate at the time. Oh, okay. Just curious as to what you thought about this. Coming up, we're going to talk about... Another important issue with Congress, the perspective of James Clyburn, and this is on the upcoming speaker's race. This one is going to blow your mind. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, I, I really can't rule out what he's saying because Kevin McCarthy is going to be desperate for votes. He needs he needs 218 votes. He's got to get them. Well, James Clyburn has some advice for him. You'll hear that coming up. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program, let's quickly go out to a call from Mark. Good morning. Welcome, Mark in Hickory. Hey, Vince. A couple things about this South Carolina primary deal. First of all, I think um, there probably hasn't been a uh, legitimate primary for the Democrats in quite some time, as evidenced by Joe Biden's, you know, turning the tables on Bernie Sanders. Sanders was mopping the floor with him all over the country, and all of a sudden, Lo and behold, South Carolina, bing, oh, Joe's the nominee. I, sorry, I don't buy that. And here's one of the reasons why. I don't think they've had a legitimate primary in South Carolina since Alvin Green won. And I think there's a reason why. Because they don't want another Alvin Green. Your thoughts? That, that's a pretty strong statement to make. And, and I guess the question I would ask you is, how do they do it? Uh, I think there's any number of ways, especially if there's electronic voting involved. I think anytime you have no paper trail, you're, it's, a, it's an invitation for abuse. As you know, Hawkeye told Frank Burns, you invite abuse, Frank. It would be impolite of you not to accept it. <laughs> that, to me, is electronic voting. So I... I... I have to ask you, because we have a text here I'm going to get to in a bit that is a little disturbing to me. Do you participate in in the voting process still? Occasionally. Occasionally. There's something I feel motivated to, you know, support. What, what does motivate you? Not much. Now, bond issues, I'm big on that. I love to vote no. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. But right. I don't think if you, you can't vote against the candidate, for example, that's not possible. You can only vote for a candidate. None of the above is never an option, although I wish it were. 
Okay, uh, Mark, well, very much appreciate your call. I, I think there are a lot of Marks out there. There's one on the text line. Uh, this is probably uh, a person who's much further along in this process. You will hear this during the course of these texts that I share with you. Alan of Gastonia believes this changing of the process is going to backfire on the Democrat agenda. I have my reasons. What are they? Tell me what they are, Alan out of Gastonia. Is this part of a plan to turn South Carolina blue? I know North Carolina is purple right now. So they smell blood in the water as far as presidential elections go? Good question, Jeff. Here's the text that really grabbed my attention. 73-year-old naturalized citizen, I am appalled and disheartened and choose not to participate in this corrupt procedure anymore. Can I just appeal to you? This is exactly what they want. They want people like you not to show up. And this becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. The people we don't, who are the most dangerous ones, winning, and the ones we least want are going to be the ones who inevitably will win this. So I just appeal to you, don't give in to this cynicism. Vince, many will disagree, but the more games I see played by both parties with the voting system, the more I realize how unimportant my vote is. So again, I, I appeal to you, please don't give up. And South Carolina has open primaries. Yes, they do. This person saying we have paper ballots in South Carolina. Aha. Just some perspectives on the voting process in 2024. I want to quickly get to the subject of Kevin McCarthy. You've already known by now that I'm not a fan of Kevin McCarthy. In fact, I'm not even sure. Do we have the time? Let's at least go to this first cut from James Clyburn speaking on the subject. And he was raised, um, this question was raised to him. Can Kevin McCarthy get the votes that he needs to become speaker? Listen up. I think so. Uh, I don't know so, (laughs) but I think so. You know, he's been there a long time. He's been their leader for a long time. And I think that he has the levels that will allow him uh, to put together uh, the kind of uh, deals that are necessary uh, to get to 218. However, uh, if there are uh, seven or eight people vote for him, then I'll advise him uh, to go and look on the other side of the aisle and see whether or not there are some deals over there to be made as well. Oh, that's interesting. Like, what kind of deals? Well, you know, we want to push an agenda uh, that will make this country's greatness accessible and affordable for all of its citizens. And I just talked about the South. And I just talked about the parts of the South that left out so much of this. And I think that if we could sit down together, uh, we might be able to forge uh, an agenda that would be acceptable uh, to 218 people. Hmm. Did you hear what he's suggesting here? Find some of the votes from Democrats. Find people who you can have some consensus with who are going to accept 
some of your ideas. But you have to understand here, and what Clyburn is basically saying, you got to come our way. That's what he's saying. you got to come our way and agree on some things, and you might get some Democrats to peel off and vote for you as Speaker. Would Kevin McCarthy do this if he has to? I don't have a doubt in my mind. This man wants to be Speaker so bad he can taste it. We've got more on this coming up after Musical Monday. I think you're going to like this one, a commentary on what's happening to our culture. Stay with us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 